I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, a physician and voice technology futurist. Voice First Technology is rapidly becoming the operating system of our lives, and it will completely revolutionize the way we experience healthcare. Let's talk voice. Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast for this week. Uh, this week, I have a really special guest, Dr. Randall Williams, who is the co-founder of WellSed, and he comes on to talk to us about the work that they are doing to help people age in place with a really cool skill called My Day. Before we get to that, though, I just do want to mention to you, as you know, there's a lot of anxiety going around with regards to the coronavirus, COVID-19 right now, and there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of misinformation out there, and I've tried to help with that in some small way. I have recently created an evidence-based simple skill, but it is there on the Amazon Alexa platform. It's called Coronavirus Doc. It's also available on uh, Samsung Bixby uh, through the through a partnership with Roger Kibbe. And uh, I encourage you to enable those uh, skills or capsules, respectively, uh, to have a listen and provide you with a little bit of uh, some information uh, so that you have a little bit of guidance. Now, of course, it is not a substitute for professional medical advice. I have to say that. But if you are looking for some information about it that is evidence-based, uh, then there you are. Now, let's get back to uh, today's interview. As I mentioned, Dr. Randall Williams is on the show. We're going to talk about uh, some aging in place skills that he is producing. And also, we get into a little bit of philosophical discussion, which I find really interesting about, you know, how much of a role should we be taking as patients, as the uh, the users of the healthcare system versus how much of the responsibility is on the administrators and the healthcare providers. And uh, if you've been following some of my work, then you know that I actually think that voice technology is allowing us to take a greater and greater role in our own healthcare. So we get into that a little bit towards the end of the podcast, uh, but let's get right to it. Without any further ado, uh, here is Dr. Randall Williams. Hey there, it is a pleasure to have you on the podcast, uh, Randall. Randall Williams, thank you for joining us. Um, Hope you can take a moment here and first of all, just introduce yourself to the listeners. Hey, Terry. Good morning. Uh, it's really great to be here. Um, I'm Randy Williams. I'm a physician by background, um, have a longstanding um, track record, I guess, in the uh, voice technology arena uh, applied to healthcare. So it's really fun to come and talk about that with you uh, today and with your audience. Um, more recently, over the last year and a half, two years, uh, myself and my co-founders have been working on Uh, applying voice technology to the challenges of staying healthy and active and independent as one gets older. And so we're doing that with a company called Well Said, and uh, we'll be happy to talk to you a little bit about that this morning as well. Wonderful. Um, Just a little bit more about your background in terms of being a medical doctor. What kind of medicine do you practice? And uh, can you tell us a little bit more about your practice? Yeah, sure. Um, I I trained uh, as a cardiologist, as a heart failure and transplant specialist. Um, in the mid-1990s, uh, was recruited uh, here in Chicago to Northwestern University to uh, build a program for uh, heart failure, which, as uh, many of your listeners know, is a chronic disease, and it's very prevalent. Um, one of the things that I had the opportunity to do um, in my very earliest career stage was to create a continuum of care for uh, people with that chronic disease, and that was something that was... Um, informed by my uh, uh, training and experience in the managed care world. So I had seen some of the failings of the healthcare system and how people with chronic diseases really fell through the cracks, were often readmitted to the hospital unnecessarily, and and frankly lacked some of the systems and support 
that were needed to stay uh, healthy and, and out of the hospital. So we built a program um, initially that provided resources both um, obviously in the hospital setting, but then in the home and community setting as well. And we had, a, we had to knit all that together to be able to, um, to help people and to stay on top of where their challenges were arising sort of outside of the normal visibility of uh, the healthcare system. And so we, we turned uh, to voice technology clear back then and um, started with uh, interactive voice response and built uh, an application that allowed uh, heart failure patients to report in every morning on how they were feeling and how they were doing, what their vital signs were, uh, whether they were taking their medicines, simple things actually, but, but more importantly, it gave us and our staff daily visibility into um, how they were doing and whether there were any changes that needed support or additional services. And lo and behold, we were able to prevent, you know, about 50-60% of hospitalizations in that uh, group of people. And um, that led to an opportunity for us to start exploring other chronic diseases and see if the model could apply elsewhere. So we moved on and did diabetes and uh, lung disease, emphysema, chronic asthma, things like that. Um, and then um, in the early 2000s, uh, lo and behold, um, had an opportunity to um, help the U.S. Senate uh, think through how they would uh, like to see the Medicare program uh, adapt these kinds of approaches to save money and improve outcomes for the Medicare population, um, which led in turn to uh, taking what we had developed in terms of our technology at Northwestern and begin commercializing that as our first startup uh, back in 2004. Um, I, in 2009, um, after maintaining a day a week in clinic, uh, it became pretty clear that it was tough to negotiate contracts in between uh, patient visits, and uh, I was really uh, sort of doing a disservice to people to try to keep my foot in two canoes, and so I had to make the choice uh, to give up my um, clinical practice but you know, it's interesting as a doctor, I'm often asked, uh, do you miss patient care? And the answer is, you know, for sure, right? I mean, I love interacting with people. I love uh, helping others. And, um, and fortunately, many of those things uh, have continued on in my entrepreneurial career. Uh, what I don't miss so much are some of the failings of a broken healthcare system that really yeah. needs transformation. And so, um, philosophically, I just had to make the choice about where I wanted to try to help that transformation happen and, uh, and, and really have enjoyed and uh, thrived in uh, some of the business model innovation work that it takes to really transform an industry. Um, so I'm hopeful that over time my career will kind of leave a, uh, a testimony of uh, having supported the transformation of healthcare in a, in a meaningful way. That's great. That's great. So, I mean, that's a very interesting background because when you talk about the IVR, like you were doing this a long time ago, way before a lot of these people have entered the voice space as we know it today with the voice assistants and yeah, that sort of thing. Sure. Um, yeah. But now in your latest iteration with this well said, maybe, maybe you can talk a little bit now about that, that, that transformation. So you went from the IVR and now you've got this company well said, and what does that look like? How, how did, how did that come about and, and what does the product do? Yeah. Well, let me start with how we got here, and then I'll tell you more about our company and what we're up to. But, um, you know, as we were um, growing and, and uh, building out um, our initial company called Pharos Innovations, 
uh, we really started to uh, hear about and see um, uh, voice assistant technologies starting to emerge. And um, every holiday we would hear about how uh, the Google Assistant and Alexa devices were flying off the shelf. And we, we sort of scratched our head as a management team and said, hey, wait a sec, maybe we ought to be thinking about bolting this technology onto our uh, IVR platform as another user interface opportunity. And it had a lot of compelling um, reasons why we should do that. But there were two constraints that we um, were struggling with. One constraint was um, that the uh, devices at the time were not set up for HIPAA compliant uh, interactions. And so we had, uh, we had that challenge. And then the other challenge, frankly, was that um, as an as a enabler of healthcare, um, we were often at arm's length from the actual users of our technology. And that had some real disadvantages as well. If you were gonna iterate and learn, um, as, as those of us know who are um, into kind of lean startup technology or methodologies, um, you really need to talk to your customers. You really need to talk to your users and understand mm -hmm. what's working, what's not. And again, given the complexities of having worked with the senior population for a long, long time, uh, we knew that this technology would bring its own sets of barriers and challenges that we needed to understand how to overcome. And in order to do that, we had to get in front of older adults directly. So all that said, we, we made a, a strategic decision that um, uh, there, was, there was another large market opportunity beyond healthcare or adjacent to healthcare. Uh, we'll call that aging in place, just to right. give it a name. Yep. Uh, but we decided to um, uh, spin out a new company from Pharos to pursue the market opportunities of aging in place, to leverage uh, voice-activated computing technologies, and to work directly with seniors and their family members and loved ones. Uh, so a different business model, um, slightly different uh, approach to the technology, but benefiting from lots and lots and lots of understanding and insight about how to use voice-based technology with the older adult population and uh, how to ultimately uh, help and support older adults who are trying to stay healthy, stay active, stay independent. Um, so about two years ago, uh, we created a bit of a prototype uh, with the uh, Amazon Alexa device. Um, started to test that out with our first uh, 50 or so seniors and uh, learned some amazing things real quickly. First of all, um, there's a natural affinity uh, that, that the demographic has for uh, voice interfaces. And mm -hmm. that's probably not new to your listeners, but um, when you see it firsthand, it's amazing. Uh, literally when right. we were um, you know, trying to help them set up uh, a, a voice assistant, uh, we would start interacting with the voice assistant to get it um, set up and the senior would would literally take over over our shoulder right <laughs> finish that's great right so uh, it was fascinating and then um, uh, so so we did our initial pilot work uh, we had an initial thesis that we could get seniors to use the technology and we wanted to measure kind of how frequently they would use it and and what challenges and barriers they would face and worked through some of those things and then moved on to a, a market ready uh, product called My Day, which launched commercially um, on Black Friday a year ago. Fantastic. And there's, and this is such a, you know, every, all the listeners will know this is such a huge area aging in place with the aging population and that sort of thing. So um, 
and there are a number of companies that are doing this sort of thing, but I'm really interested to hear what you're doing and how are yeah. you tackling this 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 problem, this issue, and what is the what does my day do? What does the product do? Yeah, sure, sure. Well, um, my day promotes healthy uh, independent aging. Um, what it does is it links uh, an older adult with their family members, loved ones, or even their uh, formal or informal caregivers uh, with a daily interaction. And uh, the senior is using a smart speaker uh, voice assistant device to uh, go through a program each day. Uh, that program looks at and assesses seven different dimensions of uh, well-being that are known to uh, create challenges to their independence. Things that you would um, normally think of like uh, cognitive decline or balance or fall risk or physical decline, but also things that people don't necessarily uh, think about that are actually drivers of that loss of independence. Things like nutrition status or safety and security uh, or mobility and transportation. Um, so a different set of um, issues are uh, evaluated. And then within the program each day, a senior can learn uh, more about those areas. They can um, get coaching. Uh, they can go through exercises or other interventions to help strengthen or improve different areas of their well-being. And then um, as a result of that information, uh, they and their loved ones can understand where there may be risks and vulnerabilities, where they might need additional support, additional attention, et cetera. So that's the, the essence of the My Day program. Um, the back end of the product is a companion app that allows family members to pair with the senior and uh, for the senior to give permission for their data to be shared with others through that app. And then, um, of course, they're able to then track uh, how mom and dad are doing, uh, whether they're having any issues or challenges that need attention. Um, we also have another property called Better Every Day, which is a uh, flash briefing kind of daily podcast, uh, which is focusing on the older adult population and, again, has the goal of helping inform them, um, educate them, equip them, and inspire them to stay on top of the areas of uh, active, healthy aging so that they can prolong uh, that uh, healthy aging stage of their lives. Um, so that product is also uh, out there um, uh, at this point. That's great. That's great. So I, I love to get a sort of a concrete example. So I'm imagining, and maybe maybe you can explain this, but imagining the 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 uh, the senior would say to the device, um, "Start my day." I think that's that's the, yeah. the invocation phrase, and then yeah. the device would start a dialogue. And whether that would be would it be would it pick one of those different domains to initiate, or would it kind of go through a checklist of all the domains? How does that set up? Yeah, so there's an initial assessment phase where all of the domains are gathered uh, over a several day period, and then an assessment report that's generated that allows uh, both the senior and the family member to identify areas that have additional or incremental um, needs. And then our uh, system is actually a machine learning uh, uh, product. So on the back end of that interaction, we're able to optimize the content and the algorithms to uh, track and monitor the areas that need additional attention as well. So the interaction actually customizes to the needs of the individual over time. Um, and then on approximately a 30-day uh, cycle, a uh, comprehensive assessment is repeated 
so that we can track over time how folks are doing, not only within the individual areas of concern, but over a, a comprehensive spectrum of areas as well. Fantastic. And I love the idea of the flash briefing as well, as, as you may know, and a lot of listeners will know, I, I love flash briefings. Mm -hmm. I think there's such an opportunity there for education. Do you link that? Is there a direct link between the better everyday flash briefing and what's happening in, in the my day skill or are they relatively independent? Well, it's interesting. So um, they're intentionally um, synergistic, uh, which means that some of the areas overlap and some of them don't. I would say that um, most importantly, we think there's a, an audience out there of older adults who have interest in time, but may not feel like they need to be uh, plugged into any kind of uh, visibility or monitoring with their family members yet. So in a sense, the pod, podcast or flash briefing format is a way to in, invite folks in earlier in the spectrum of the aging process. It's also a way to equip them over time uh, to try to stay on top of um, areas of, of need. Um, and so the content itself is geared uh, toward prevention, if you will, or um, you know, staying on top of, of healthy uh, status. And then a lot of the content is then repurposed uh, when we find there are areas that are particularly interesting to our podcast uh, episode listeners. Uh, we can then test that out within the My Day format as part of the content uh, menus and so forth. So we think there's a lot of repurposing, a lot of synergy uh, to the content itself, but we set them up initially as separate products because we think they serve kind of separate needs or solve separate problems at this point. Wonderful. No, I love that. I love that. Um, another thing that I know that, uh, you know, we spoke about a little bit offline. I know it's important to you and the team is a little bit of the philosophical question as to the, the administration of healthcare versus being proactive in your own care. Yeah. Can you comment a little bit about that and your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I think this is informed in part by um, being a physician by background and training and, and, and experience. And I would say that, um, you know, at least in the United States, there are a lot of things that the healthcare system does really, really, really well uh, when you are ill, when you have a problem that goes beyond your own ability to take care of it. But we do a poor job uh, of helping equip people to stay healthy. Uh, help give them the tools they need, the information they need. And I would say philosophically, I think that's got to change and it is changing, uh, but we, we want to be part of that change. We, we view um, so much opportunity upstream of the traditional delivery of healthcare that we want to be up there working and supporting consumers who in a sense bear the problem directly um, of not staying independent. Um, and, and again, a lot of what keeps people from um, staying independent, you know, some of that clearly has to do with chronic illnesses um, uh, and, and so forth, things that need medical support. Uh, but there's a, a you know, 85% of what's going on for them doesn't require medical support and the medical sure. system isn't really set up or equipped to help them. So, so we're trying to fill that need in a meaningful way. Um, I think, you know, likewise, you know, as one builds a business, you have to make a decision about are you going to uh, incrementally innovate around what's going on today or are you going to look to disruptively innovate? And um, I, we've always been a fan of the more disruptive uh, strategic approaches and for better or for worse, that's kind of where we're starting out. Um, I would say at the end, this stuff all meets in the middle somewhere, right? I mean, um, at the end of the day, as you know, 
um, these these technologies are already um, emerging as HIPAA compliant opportunities, and many people are already taking advantage of that in a medical application approach. Um, and certainly, we are positioned to be able to add that into our portfolio over time as well. So. Um, I'm not just going to say that we're exclusively non-medical, but I think we think that a lot of, in a sense, what's required of folks is more of a do-it-yourself or self-service model of support. Um, and so that's where we're helping. Wonderful. No, that's great. That's great. This is a great discussion. Um, maybe we can just finish off with, um, you know, I would like to open the open it up to you if there's any other comments you'd like to make. But as well, I am sort of interested, what would be your... Um, it's almost like the sales pitch. I know there's a lot of companies mm -hmm. that are doing this, and you've, and I mean, you've talked about some of these areas that you've, that you've, uh, that you're tackling. What would be the, you know, the the, the key feature that, um, well said, and in, in particular, my day has that some of the other companies maybe aren't looking at? Yeah, well, I think a lot of it leverages our um, expertise around um, around the aging population, both from an ethnographic understanding. I mean, we've we've interacted with you know, literally hundreds of thousands of older adults through the years of developing voice technologies. Mm -hmm. um, in our current iteration at WellSaid, we're already well north of 10,000 seniors that have interacted with the MyDay oh, wow. product. And yeah. so uh, we're learning very rapidly. Um, and one of the reasons we're able to do that is we're uh, choosing to leverage existing technology platforms and bring the competencies of implementation as well as the competencies of content development and uh, aging expertise right. to bear. Uh, so as opposed to others who have chosen to, you know, create devices, for example, or um, their own unique versions of their uh, smart speaker software or whatnot, we're able to leverage what already exists. So we can be much more nimble and move faster, stay focused on what we think is truly value added here, which is the mm -hmm. expertise around the, uh, the, the aging uh, challenges and issues. And then I would say um, another key differentiator for us is that we've already, and we have a patent suite around the um, customization and artificial intelligence uh, back end to our mm -hmm. product, uh, which gives us some continuous learning and optimization advantages. I'd say the last point is that aging is a global phenomenon. And so um, uh, if we, um, play it right, we uh, fully expect to be a global company providing support services across uh, many other countries in many other languages. And again, uh, the advantage of using existing platforms that are already scaling rapidly in a global way uh, gives us a, a roadmap to, to doing that. Wonderful. Oh, that that's great. That's great. Is there anything else that we didn't talk about that you'd like to touch upon or... Um future plans or anything that you can comment on? Maybe maybe you can, maybe you can't, but uh, anything else there that we didn't talk about? Well, I'll give a hats off to you. Um, I think that it's really neat to see uh, one, another physician who's thought beyond the day-to-day -day, uh, <laughs> practice of medicine. Uh, so that's, uh, it's been wonderful to connect with you around that. Um, two, I think that there is so much opportunity for uh, entities who are thinking about voice as an interface, especially for the senior population, to really um, learn both the, the opportunities and the potential constraints. Um, I didn't mention this, but um, you know, the older adult population, you know, we know that you know over 80% of them now have smartphones, but you might assume because they have a smartphone that they actually interact with it the same way maybe you or I do. 
and that's not that's not the case and mm-hmm. and um you know they just don't have the same uh, experiences growing up with these things but they do with voice technology and i think that um voice in the senior population and i suspect is going to very quickly overcome even the smartphone uh functionality that's used by the older population uh so i'm excited for that i know you are and it's yeah. fun to be on the leading edge of this together yeah no I, you, well that's a great way to finish off because i agree with what you just said 110 percent um a, it's a brand new paradigm, and I'm really excited about that. Tell the listeners where they can go to learn more about uh, what you're doing, how they can connect with you, and all those sorts of great, great different uh, links and resources that you can suggest. Sure thing. So, um, first of all, you can find our products, uh, My Day, a well-being program for older adults, or uh, Better Every Day, which is a flash briefing for older adults, both on the Amazon Alexa Skill Store. Um, as well as our uh, consumer website, which is www.start-myday.com. There's a nice explainer video on that website if you're interested in learning more about what we're doing and how we're doing it. And then you can connect with me uh, via email or LinkedIn. Uh, My email address is rwilliams at wellsaid.ai and uh, Randall Williams, uh, MD on LinkedIn. Perfect. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for spending uh, some of your time this morning on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Fascinating discussion. And I look forward to continuing to see what uh, what you and your, your team does here going forward, because I think it's a it's a really, really important area that you guys are, are tackling. Thanks, Terry. And congratulations on your book as well. Thank you very much. All right. Well, there you are. I hope you enjoyed that discussion with uh, Dr. Randall Williams. Uh, as As you heard, They are doing some incredible work, and of course, this is all about aging in place, and that is such an important area right now. Uh, I do want to also acknowledge the little comment that uh, Dr. Williams mentioned right at the end about my book. If you haven't heard, uh, myself and three co-authors just released the first ever book uh, called Voice Technology and Healthcare, and if you are interested in having a look at that, then uh, please feel free to check out the details. You can find that at voicefirsthealth.com slash book. With regards to all the resources that uh, Randall talked about, uh, they will be on the show notes page, and that you can access at voicefirsthealth.com slash 60 slash 60, and we will have all of the links there for your convenience. Uh, and again, at this point, I just want to uh, wish everybody well. Uh, I know that there's all this concern and anxiety with regards to the coronavirus going around. Again, uh, if you are looking for some evidence-based, simple information, uh, there is a brand new skill that I produced called Coronavirus Doc on the Amazon Alexa platform, and it's also on uh, Samsung Bixby, which I did in partnership with Roger Kibbe. And uh, if that interests you, then uh, please feel free to use those as well, and I will do my best to keep those as updated as I possibly can. Have a good week. Uh, Take care of yourselves, and I will talk to you again very soon. Take care.